This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast. Around the, around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinecpr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinecpr. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's Ron. Yeah, there he is. Hey, all right. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. There he is. And uh, welcome mm-hmm. to All About Wine. It is December the 22nd, 2022. Yesterday was the first day of winter, the shortest day of the year, which I'm sure you already know that. Um, and we're going to start getting longer days from now on, which I am thrilled. Uh, it's about time. Uh, so oh, our winter is, is coming, uh, Saturday morning, Friday night and tomorrow night and Saturday morning. We're supposed to, uh, two freeze watches, freeze mornings. I mean, this is Florida. Come on. Yeah, really. What's going on here? This is ridiculous. I mean, across the country, I just, I pulled out some stuff. You know the the bomb cyclone that they're talking about, the weather cyclone, and you yeah. know the forecast. I mean, this the temperature drops is crazy. I there's a place, and uh, well, let's see. I had it here, and let me, Danielle. I know you're out there in the green room waiting for us. Well, we'll get you on oh. a couple seconds here. Um, let's see. What was it? Uh, oh, where was it? Oh. Uh, Casper, Wyoming, is supposed to get a minus 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, hmm. There was uh, a drop of 52 degrees in a matter of uh, three hours. I somewhere in in Montana, hmm. I think it was. It was at one o'clock. I think the temperature they said was 42 or 43 degrees, and at four o'clock it was minus 13. Yeah, really. I mean, wow. you know, uh, 70 mile an hour winds are predicted for Buffalo coming off the lake there with that snow. Uh, yeah. Here is Cheyenne, Wyoming. Here it is. Uh, set a record for its greatest one hour temperature drop going from 43 degrees Fahrenheit to three degrees Fahrenheit in 30 minutes. Ooh. You know, it, it, I know it's just it's un, unbelievable. Uh, other places um, plummeting forty six degrees and seven. Uh, Denver from forty six mm-hmm. degrees Fahrenheit to seven degrees Fahrenheit in one hour. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's just I know is that that front they have pictures of Ooh. it that I've seen on the internet uh, taken from a, a satellite. 
and it shows Texas, and it just it shows the cold front. It's just it's just amazing the Arctic air cold front. Uh, it was taken by satellite today, the 22nd. So it's it's up on the internet there, but it's just amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing this this cold yeah. uh, cold front that's coming down, and it's hitting us tomorrow. Uh, the high tomorrow only supposed to be what 43, I think, something like that. And again on Christmas Day, it's supposed to be 43. Then we slowly start warming up, and by the first of the year, the week of the first of the year, we're getting back into the mid to upper 70s. Mm-hmm. So can't mm-hmm. wait, can't. Uh, she's been waiting long enough right now, I think. Uh, she has, <laughs> yeah, Danielle. Thank you. You've been very patient. So we do have a guest tonight. It is the CEO mm-hmm. of Somsation, and Dan- Danielle Deliberti, and she has been patiently waiting in the green room for us to bring her out. So, uh, Danielle, you are on All About Wine. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I feel guilty. I'm in, uh, I'm in on the West Coast this week, and it's oh, still 60 wow. degrees, and I'm sitting under a blanket as we're talking <laughs> about how the rest of the country is freezing over. Yeah. Well, yeah, the West Coast has really spared this. I mean, this thing's coming down, and it's just, it's hitting the eastern edge of Utah and pretty much the rest of the country from there. But uh, from what I've seen, the West Coast is really going to avoid the the bomb cyclone edges and everything from this so you are in a good spot right now so good for you if there's any place to be that's where, where to be right now yeah i got lucky my family's in in michigan and they're expecting the 30 degree temperature drops overnight 50 mile an hour winds and uh, a snowstorm so and you're not going safe, home for the holidays far away no, I am not this year. So we'll we'll zoom and have a glass of wine virtually together. There, you, you actually picked a very good year not to go home. It's it's just oh, it's so cold. We're going to freeze down here. I mean, we're not used to this. This is unbelievable. So you are the CEO of Somstation. Tell us what Somstation is and what it's all about. Absolutely. Um, thank you for having me, first of all. Very excited oh, to be here. I'm glad um, you You know, in, in short, Somsation is really a modern wine experience platform and an online marketplace that we brought together um, starting in the spring of 2021 um, with our marketplace launching in November of 2022. Um, what we do very specifically is bring together really fantastic small to medium-sized wineries and producer, along with, you know, world-class, knowledgeable, and engaging sommeliers that you typically only um, interact with, consumers only interact with in restaurants or tasting rooms or um, in wine country. And we're trying to connect um, wine enthusiasts, whether that's, um, you know, wine curious that are just learning about wine or those that have sellers that they've been curating for years um, through private tasting experiences. Um, They started out virtually. We we do them on-site as well. Um, So our goal is to really bring access to consumers to get a taste of wineries that typically you only get to experience them in their respective wine regions. Um, And and so we're really modernizing some of the traditions that not everyone has access to. So we really want to bring access to the world. 
That's a great concept. A question, though, arises, many. Uh, first one, how do you get these psalms to come and speak to these people? And how many people do you usually get at a time for the psalms? And, oh, my gosh, I can go on and on with questions, but I'll let you answer them all with, the, <laughs> with your answer. Yeah. Ask, ask away, and, I, and I'll try to try to tackle them. So we we curate um, personalized wine experiences um, in advance. So typically, um, a customer will come to us, and that could be uh, a business client that's doing a, a private event. So think typically, you know, in the business space, people would have dinners. Um, we'll get people together to fly across the country a couple of times a year and do a big dinner. Instead, we we can do virtual or hybrid wine tastings where we get people to come together, pick a time and a date, um, and we have curated wine packages with great wineries, typically three bottles, sometimes two, sometimes four. Um, and a sommelier does a private tasting, sometimes 60 minutes, sometimes 90 minutes, really personalized to whatever our clients' needs are. Um, and so, like I said, sometimes that could be a, a pre- or post-business meeting or a team celebration. Other times, like with, with my family doing it for the second Christmas in a row, we have family members getting together um, that are spread out all throughout the country, and, and we just do a little family drinking and fun and poking fun at each other while learning wine. Um, and, a, and a sommelier guides the guests through that experience. Um, and I would say typically, you know, we have anywhere from uh, six to ten people on up to the to the upwards of uh, 150 person groups, in which case then wow. it's organized a little bit differently with breakout rooms and private sessions and, and polls and things like that. But we've built a, a technology platform behind the scenes that really facilitates all of this pretty seamlessly from the sommelier scheduling to the wine ordering to getting everyone all in one place at one time so they can really just sit back, relax, and enjoy the wine tasting. That sounds great. Now, the wines themselves, you say you go anywhere from two to four bottles. Uh, are those, you mentioned boutique wineries. You contact a winery and say, look, I'm having a tasting here. Can you furnish four bottles and get them shipped out and all that? That's how it's done? Or do you, uh, is there another format that you do? What What's what use on that? Yeah, exactly. So we have right now um, on, on the upwards close to 40 winery partners um, who are available oh. on our platform. So, uh, you know, if you go to soundstation.com, each of them have their own landing page, their own story to tell. So it's really about showcasing each of, of the wineries and winemakers that we work with. Um, so sometimes our, our clients ask our concierge team or our sommeliers for recommendations. Other times they know what they're looking for, you know, whether it's a a Pinot Noir out of Willamette Valley or, or Santa Barbara or just a traditional Napa cab. There's typically something that people gravitate towards. Um, and then we have curated wine flights. And again, we can make those recommendations or customers can shop through the site. But as I said, we have close to, to 40 winery partners now um, who actively work with us and, and we sell their wines throughout the year. And then they do their own fulfillment. So on, on more of the industry side, it creates a direct-to-consumer channel for our winery partners, and um, you know they do it. They do a traditional shipment. Our customers receive it. We ensure that it gets into the customer's hands pretty seamlessly, um, and then we provide food pairing recommendations and wine glass recommendations and chilling instructions, and and kind of get everyone set up so they can pop up a tasting room from the comfort of their living room or their home office. Um, or or their actual you know professional setting and 
do a tasting just like they would um, in wine country. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, do the uh, customers request, I mean, would they go onto your website and say, okay, here's, here's the wine I like to have, and they request this, or how often would they just throw out and say, we don't care what we get, just send us something, we want to do this? You know, it, it varies significantly, but we handle both. Yeah, I think sometimes customers come to us and say, you know, I have a family member that I'm giving a gift to, and they know everything there is to know about the Bordeaux region. So help me stump them. What, what, who can, <laughs> what sommelier can talk to them and know more than they could? Or what wines can you bring to the table that they might be surprised and delighted on? So, you know, we get requests like that, in which case then we, um, you know, have our matching system behind the scenes to make sure we can deliver a really fantastic experience. Other times people come to us and just say, here's my budget, I have no idea what I'm doing, please help me. And in that case, then we'll, we'll narrow it down for them, typically give people two or three recommendations, talk to one of our experts so they get comfortable that they know they're, um, you know, getting what they're hoping for. And then the tasting happens, and, and typically, you know, we try to, to meet everyone's needs. We have close to 30 sommeliers now throughout the U.S., um, wow. many of which who have experience um, working in vineyards or, uh, you know, spending time in regions all across the world. So it's a little bit of a matchmaking system, um, and we keep, we keep records with all of our clients. So if they want to go deeper into a specific region or varietal um, or continue to get to know their Somali, they can do that. Or if they want to tour the world and meet different people, then we can curate those experiences for them as well. Oh, wow. So you say world. Now, you mentioned that you have like 40 wineries, uh, give or take, that uh, you work with. Those, you also mentioned Napa and Sonoma and areas up and down the west coast of um, the United States. Does that include like Australian wines and uh, Bordeaux and French and Italian and all that? Or do you just get those in from a different source? How do you handle worldwide wines? Yeah, so currently most of our wines are domestic. Um, we do have a handful of, of international wines, and typically it's because the winery partners that we are working with have an arm or a growing region um, in a different area. So Corazon del Sol is an example. They um, are a winery partner under the Ravana family, and they are an Argentinian blend. Um, so it's oh. really Bordeaux and Rhone varietals that um, are – are grown in Argentina, and then so that's a you know a very specific experience. So that would be one example. Um, and of course, as our as we grow and our platform grows, then we'll be um, doing a little bit more international shipping um, and also importing and things like that. So currently, most of it is domestic in different regions um, in Washington, Oregon, of course, California, um, and we're expanding to Virginia, the Finger Lakes, and New York, um, the wine tasting mm -hmm. region, and northern Michigan. Um, so slowly but surely expanding and making sure we can give customers a fantastic variety while ensuring that it's really premium, top-quality wineries. Um, I think over 60% of our wineries have sustainable practices. Um, oh, wow. And so Good. it's really about bringing fantastic wines um, to people where Samsation can be the trusted source for them and they can just come back time and time again to, to go on their journey, um, you know, make, make it a long one. We want them to be satisfied and come back. Wow. Well, I, uh, I, I like the concept. I really do. What, uh, 
is the uh, criteria for the SOMs. Are they actually uh, certified SOMAs, or uh, do they fall into other, well, like uh, WSET or stuff like that? I mean, I'm just curious of what their uh, certification, I guess, is. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the expertise is really, really important to us, and, and maintaining that integrity um, is really what uh, what we're doing for customers. So, our, 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 all of our sommeliers have received key certifications, and those could vary a little bit, um, and we ensure that each of our sommeliers are also dedicated to lifelong learning. So, Court of Masters, the WSET, um, the Wine Scholar Guild, the Society of Wine Educators, Different, different sommeliers have um, different certifications. Some of them have, have more than one, um, and, and we do have a master sommelier on our roster, um, a lot that are WSET twos. Um, but, yes, every, everyone is certified, and, and they're continually learning, not only from each other, but also from our winery partners um, and are constantly doing tastings and trainings and are out in the market and, um, you know, bring that to, to our customer base and also to support our winery partners as well. Mm, all right, very good. The now, if I contacted you and said, "Okay, I know absolutely nothing about wine, and I want to do a tasting for 25 people who also know nothing about wine," you said that you would get the wines out to them. Now, do you also do? And you mentioned this, but I it was just like in passing. I want to clarify: glasses and everything you need for that wine or uh, do you give a checklist for them to go out, okay, go down to the store, your local wine shop and pick up a, a case of Rito glasses or something like that? How do you handle all that if I'm a rank amateur? Sure. So our, our standard package, if you just go onto the website, book an experience, um, meet with our concierge team, what happens is, you know, three bottles of wine are shipped to your house. Um, and then you also receive a digital package with tasting notes, wine glass recommendations, food pairing recommendations, and chilling oh, instructions. Wow. Um, and so then along the way from the time the reservation is taken up until the tasting, we send out emails here and there. And, of course, you can also log into the Tom Station website where your own personal profile exists that also has this information. So it's in email and it's in, um, in the website so you can create a profile and, and kind of keep track of all of this. And so it's tasting oh. notes directly from the wine producer that we help curate, and then we give different glass instructions. Um, and depending on your sommelier, some of them might say, drink out of a paper cup, because that's just as good as, <laughs> you know, the Rydell Pinot cup with a special lip. And, yeah, and yeah. you know, that's kind of part of the journey is, you know, I'd, I'd be curious to see how you guys are drinking your wine. Um, but that's really all part of the experience, especially when you uh, come back from multiple tastings, is different sommeliers as experts have their own you know, different opinions and trainings and experience. And it's really about um, enjoying that and going along for a journey time and time again. Um, but we do always provide, you know, the, the full tasting notes as well as kind of the um, what I'll call responsible choice in, in glassware um, and, and how to season your glass and switch it out, how to open a champagne bottle. Um, you know, some of our psalms will tell people to savor a champagne bottle if they could. That's not that's not the proper way, obviously. But, you know, so we teach kind of all of the all of the proper pro protocols, but people also like to have fun and uh, make yeah. sure that everyone is, is a comfortable drinker. And, you know, early on in, in um, 
the launch of Samstation when the world was, you know, not as mobile as it is back to being normal now, we certainly had uh, some some clients who were maybe doing uh, just getting back to the office and they wanted to do a special tasting for their team or something, and and you had those uh oh moments where someone said, oh we didn't we didn't get the glassware. I thought this person was bringing it. Or I thought this person was bringing it. So you really yeah. did have people drinking out of coffee cups and plastic cups. <laughs> um, but no, as, as part of our standard service, we absolutely do provide um, the recommendations on curating the best experience. And then also we certainly do customize those private tastings. So we can order wine glasses, we can ship wine glasses, we can cheese cheese pairings and charcuterie boards or chocolates or things like that. So our, our concierge team um, can customize basically to almost anything anyone wants as, as long as the letter of the law will allow us to do that. Do you try to match sommeliers with the tasting that's coming up to the people? Do Or do people request different sommeliers or are different sommeliers assigned to a different profile? I just... You know, a bunch of questions there, but uh, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So so for the most part, um, we, we still like to have at least one conversation with our customers to make sure that um, we know what they want and what their goals are, and, and we try to do that matchmaking still. Um, we get a lot of a lot of uh, repeat customers who want the same sommelier or want to do something completely different, in which case we, we try to match that. Of course, there's a little bit of a, of a scheduling um match as well, ensuring that if, if someone wants to have a, a late night West Coast wine tasting, it's probably not going to be one of our, our Psalms on the East Coast starting <laughs> starting their job at midnight. Um, but we, we try to accommodate as much as we can, and, and we usually do a pretty good job of that. It's, it's really getting to understand the customer's goals, what they're looking for. And we do have a lot of sommeliers who have um, you know just intimate experience with certain wineries. So, of course, that's always fun to pair together um, the client and the sommelier that knows a lot about the specific winery or potentially even spent some time working there. Um, and we oh, still have yeah. a handful of, of sommelier partners who work at, at certain wineries um, or know the winemaker really well. So really being able to incorporate that into the experience is a lot of fun because if you think about you know going out to wine country or going to a wine tasting room, a lot of that fun and, and a lot of that, um, you know, socialization is really understanding the winemaker's story and, and the story behind the grapes. So we want to make sure that our sommeliers can bring that story to the table as well. Of course, you can read it on our website a little bit, but it, it's really about personalizing the experience and bringing it to life so that every single tasting is, is really engaging and connecting with the authenticity of, of that wine in a bottle because we know every bottle tells a story. Oh yeah, without question. If it doesn't, then oh my gosh. Uh, you mentioned your concierge team. Uh, who are they? What are they? What is their? Uh, I mean, it sounds to me like they are really the the backbone, the blood of the whole organization to get everything matched up and put together and all that. Am I not wrong in that assumption? <laughs> you know. Oh, it's it's really just a bunch of robots. No, I'm, I'm ah, kidding. there you go. That takes care of it. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah, our, our concierge team is um, industry experts. So we have, um, you know, hospitality, logistics, um, and wine industry experts that um, make up a team. And so they do everything from, you know, helping ensure that the, the transaction has gone through, that the winery is fulfilling the order, um, that the, the wine is getting to the end customer, that we have 21-year-old 
persons at the at the end location to sign for the package um, and to make sure it gets there on time so that every customer has their wine, has received their digital package, um, and is, is there to answer any questions along the way. Um, and then, of course, uh, they're available after. We have a lot of folks that once they do a wine tasting, really enjoyed trying that new bottle of wine or, or that new varietal that they hadn't had before and want more. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, you can go on our website and order it or, or sometimes reach back out to our concierge team to, um, you know, put in another order or things like that. But, yeah, absolutely. Our, our team is, um, you know, very passionate about what we do and, and are available um, almost 24-7, not quite because someone needs to sleep at some point, but uh, are, are very no. active and, Robots you know, we usually respond sleep. within the day. <laughs> robots, tell them you're robots. You don't sleep. <laughs> you know, you don't have a chance to. Uh, the uh, uh, time period. Say I pick up the phone, or I send you an email and saying I want to do a tasting. How far in advance do you need to get something set up? Week, month, what? We'd like to get everything booked at least two weeks in advance because um, that ensures that it's a really seamless experience for everyone, um, especially in, in, you know, situations of extreme weather. The integrity of the wine um, getting getting to the end customer is really important to us. So obviously in, in snowstorms and things like that, you want to bake in. Um, we're going through that experience right now, right? But you want to bake in a little bit of extra time. So we typically try to book the experience out um within two weeks uh, in advance of it. But we have situations where we rush it a little bit and, and do overnight delivery or things like that. So um, our, our goal is to try to get everything booked out two weeks in advance. But we've, we've had some unique situations where we've um, scheduled something like within a week or something like that. You mentioned weather, and I can't help but think that when I visit wineries in Arizona and, and southern parts of Texas, New Mexico, they say we do not ship in the summer because it's too hot. Do you have any situations where you have to be careful because you're shipping to warmer areas, or has it not came Absolutely. up yet? Absolutely. Yeah, no, that and that's a big part of, of our value proposition, both to the customers and to the wineries. Um, so we work very closely with all of our winery partners and, and understand their operational goals and, and some of the nuances related to that. So we do have a, a handful of winery partners that will have blackout periods in, in really hot parts of the year or in really cold parts of the year, in which case then we just, um, you know, adjust our website so that customers aren't surprised by that. But we have a large enough offering where customers can typically get everything they need. Um, but we work with, with the winery partners to adjust for that, and we put notifications out on our website. Um, but many of our, our winery partners um, and especially because of the, the premium quality that we have, do um, ship throughout the year, and it's through cold trucks and, and ground shipping or, um, you know, two-day direct air or things like that. So mm. we, we customize depending on the winery and then communicate that out to the customers so they know exactly what they're getting from where and why. Mm-hmm. And you said you're trying to expand your wineries to cover – basically as much of the United States as you can. You mentioned uh, Virginia and Michigan and Finger Lakes, but are you looking at, like, the country eventually? Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, slowly slowly but surely we'll be onboarding, um, you know, new regions and, and start to touch different parts of the world um, and make sure, you know, we, we're, we're trying to do it in a really methodical manner, again, to ensure the integrity of our program to make sure that we're meeting 
winery partners' goals as well as, as satisfying customers along the way. So it's just like growing the grapes and, and creating fine wine. It takes a little bit of time takes to do, time. but we're, we're chipping <laughs> away at it. Yeah, that's all, that's all it is. It just takes time. Uh, are you uh, busier, like this time of year, than you would be, say, in March? Or is are you pretty consistent uh, with your uh, tastings? This time of year is, is extremely busy, especially with gifting. Um, you know, so if, if you think about it, it's a great gift to, to give um, hard-to-access wines to colleagues, customers, yeah. clients, family members, significant others. Um, so certainly a very busy time of the year, um, a lot with giftings and tastings for families that can't necessarily get together. Um, but we're pretty steady throughout the year. That's, that's one of the goals of what we do as an organization is to, you know, always find an excuse to drink great wine. Um, so we create <laughs> curated experiences to, to, you know, give people ideas throughout the year. Um, and then, of course, it's also a, a great time, especially on the business side of things, to, to do tastings um, throughout the year, not at these really busy bottlenecks of just year-end or just quarter-end or just after the board meeting. Um, so we're constantly right. trying to work yeah. with our clients to to find unique opportunities so that way it's, it's steady for us. Um, you know, I think during during certain peak holidays, like anything else, there's some seasonality. Um, but for the most part, things are pretty consistent on our end. Good, good. You have uh, gift certificates, I take it, or something along yes, that we, line. We do, gift, we, do, we do gift certificates and then and then direct gifting as well. So in some cases, people just want to, you know, provide a, a gift certificate so someone can choose their own wine. I would say more often than not, though, someone is working with our sommeliers or our concierge team and saying, I think this is what this person wants. Give me a recommendation. And then we're uh -huh. sending it out to them. I see. Okay. Well, that would make sense, too, if you think about it. Mike, you have any questions for Danielle? Uh, no, not at this time. I'm doing doing uh, good, taking notes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um, Mike's always there in the background, you know, making notes and thinking of questions and stuff like that, and I don't want to miss him because he does have questions that I forget. Uh, how many people do you have working for you now? We're up to uh, about... 25 across the board. Um, like I said, we have a large technology team that is powering everything we do behind the scenes. Um, and then our concierge team and our operations team kind of make up that, that rounded out number. So that's just, you know, uh, up and coming company, it sounds like, on that. Um, and you're located in LA? So we're a dis dispersed um, workforce. Our our kind of founding headquarters is in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, so the wow. team, yeah, the team and, and myself included in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, part of the idea came about because we were a, a, a close knit team that would do a lot of dinners and things together. And um, when we were all kind of remote and and sitting there, um, you know, like many entrepreneurs, we were stationed at home and um, not only trying to think about opportunities within the world of business, but also recognizing that uh, things were lacking at the end of the day. And so it started out as having a, a glass of wine as a happy hour of your Zoom. And then we said, let's bring in a sommelier and do a wine tasting and, and create our own <laughs> dinner. So it really became a, a little bit of a, of a virtual hospitality um, interest internally, and then we recognize that there's actually a, a huge need in the market for this. Um, and so we set out to build a business to really, um, you know, help 
small to medium-sized wineries, sommeliers, and, and consumers benefit alike with our technology. Wow. I, Pennsylvania, I, that really surprised me when you said that. I, I expected to be a California-based enterprise because wine and all that other stuff, obviously. And that, exactly. Uh, no, we do, a, we do a lot of work in the state of California, absolutely, and, and with our winery partners. And that's probably where, um, you know, a, a fair share of our wines come from. But, but we have team members dispersed throughout the U.S. And I think when you, when you think about access and convenience, it's, it's the exact opposite. You know, the West Coast has the most access and probably the most convenience to wine country. It's really the Midwest and the East Coast, and, and Florida is a huge market for us of they're the farthest away from, from a lot of the wine-growing regions. So being able to leverage the Somstation website to get things directly to them with, um, you know, without any, any worry and having that access is a big part of what we do. Florida is very wine-shipping friendly, too. I have to give the state credit for that because you can ship wines into this state with no problem from anywhere for anything, and I think that's fantastic. I wish more states should take that approach. Yeah, I'm, but that's another topic completely. <laughs> um, yes, we've been studying it quite quite significantly over the last two years. The nice thing is that you've seen – Seen a lot of change, um, so we're we're trying to stay in front of that change and, and really help modernize the industry and and be the leading source there. Yeah, it, it is changing. You're right, and it's uh, uh, <clears throat> still some antiquated laws and rules out there, but they are changing. It seems like almost monthly now, so that's that's a good thing. Um, you, um, oh, I had a question I was going to ask before. Then I started to think about that, and it lost me. Um, oh, you, your background. What what, uh, what got you to this point? Uh, are you have you been involved with wine your, in, during your life, or a business person who just loves wine? Or what is your history up to this point? Sure. Well. Uh, uh- Prior to Samsation, my relationship with wine with wine was really just drinking it. Um, but I've, I've learned a, a lot over <laughs> over the last several months um, alongside my team members. But um, prior to Samsation, uh, my team was focused on strategy and innovation. So um, very focused on um, building new businesses with uh, um, you know kind of focus on technology um, and my career over over the course of the last 15 years or so has been in business and finance, starting with being an accountant. Um, so I've uh-huh. kind of evolved from traditional accounting and auditing to business development and, and, and revenue generation and growth, and now um, innovation and, and trying to, to make new businesses to support needs of opportunities in the market. So it's really about, you know, solving problems and, and putting, uh, you know, businesses behind them. You... Talking about that, it sounds to me like Sunstation is just going to be something that you're going to slowly step away from as it starts supporting itself. Is that correct? One of the things that I think we're seeing with building Sunstation is that there is so much opportunity with growth within this space. Um, I think we're just getting started. Yeah, it sounds like it from what you're saying. Your expansion capabilities and all that, it could be a very, very – large and, you know, 
well-renowned company before too long, it seems. So I, that yeah, would be a good thing. Being, yeah, being, being able to keep the traditions of, of the wine industry, and of course, as I'm learning about them, but also creating tools to modernize some of it. it it's a lot of fun, and I think you know, as you were talking about some of the antiquated laws and rules and things like that, I, I think it's the same thing with business processes and technology and um, even kind of consumer bases. So that's something that, that we're trying to focus on across the board to make sure we're bringing the right wines to the right types of people and really make it um, accessible, but also to create those connections um, and, and really, you know, emphasize the, the passion and the stories behind the wine um, and the expertise that is in the industry. I think, you know, just like business, you have experts, but in in the wine industry, there's so much expertise, you know, from oh, farming yeah. to growing yes. to winemaking to, of course, the business side of things, which is, um, you know, kind of what I know the best. If I wanted to have a tasting in, I don't know, whatever place, and I had 15 people and I wanted to do it in person, is that a possibility? Could you assign us a sommelier for that and get us the wines and everything for a location tasting and say with a meal or something? Are you at that it point? It absolutely yet? is. Yeah, that's that's it, something we coordinate. Of course, it depends on the location. Um, you know, we don't have any we don't have anyone in Alaska right now, but that's not to say we can't make that happen <laughs> pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, we we do uh, do in-person tastings in, in in certain areas and regions, um, and that's certainly something that that our clients are asking for. Um, you know, we did uh, three days of of events, including um, a 250-person dinner. It was called the Chop House Dinner um, in Miami, and and so wow. it was um, the second year that that uh, chef had had put together big dinner um, and so this year we added a wine pairing menu um, and so our team came in and, and brought some really great wines to go with the, the different courses of the meal um, and then an, another event that we had just done was in New York City with um, uh, a restaurant Crown Shy that had just received their Michelin star so we did a private dinner there um, and had wow. two of our Somalis come and do a private tasting for, for a group of about 15. So absolutely something that we do and, and something that we're trying to curate, um, especially in key regions uh, that we see a lot of demand in. That, that's something we're trying to meet the needs of, of our customers there. Well, I just, because, you know, I mean, the concept is online and so it's Excuse me. It's good to see that you can do that because a lot of areas would rather do a, on, a live tasting than an online one now because we're getting out of the uh, the COVID restrictions and people want to get out there and see a face-to-face stuff anymore. So that's... exactly, and and what we found that's worked too is you know because we kind of package up the whole experience, having a host that's doing an in-person event. And even just remoting in the sommelier um, on a on a big TV or something, you don't no. really lose as much of of that intimacy as one might believe. So we actually have done a, a lot of events too, where it's a, a a seated dinner and the sommelier is virtual, but the sommelier, um, you know, is is very focused. And basically, you have a sommelier's undivided attention for 90 minutes, so people can ask questions and do sidebar conversations. And so you almost don't even realize that they're virtual to some extent. Hmm. Well, you know, I just, it, it's just, it's fascinating the electronics, what you can do now. And I'm sure it would be just like he were there or she were there. And uh, with, 
Exactly right. With the technology, sometimes you almost don't even notice, um, and, and that's the fun part of what we're building right now. Yeah, well, fantastic. Uh, well, Mike, any any last thoughts or questions uh, for Danielle here? I've got uh, people in chat, and no one's uh, actually asking anything yet, so... Um, I don't have anything. I can I can see a good use for for both uh, virtual as well and and in person virtual. You can bring large corporations that have multiple, you know, offices uh, locations. They can all all get in on this. And uh, families that live out of town or away from each other can't travel or, or for whatever reason, but they can set this up virtually. That's that's a I see a draw there too. So I'm kind of kind of like in between. You know, using both uh, can see a, a definite positive. Um, if anyone has any last uh, questions or anything for us, uh, present it now. I don't see anything on um, – nothing coming in yet. But, uh, no, that was all. Uh, just jump in there real quick. But uh, Well, Danielle, yeah, you said you were going to do the family tasting this year. Uh, is, at the beginning, you said you were going to have the family in uh, Minnesota. Michigan, which one was it? Mich- Michigan, yep. Michigan. Family in we'll and you're going to do a Michigan, virtual... California, and Illinois doing. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so some family members will be together, and then others will be virtual. So it'll be a little bit of a of a hybrid event, um, which is always a lot of fun. That sounds like it would be. Uh, well, uh, give us your web address and your. Twitter accounts and your Facebook accounts and your everything accounts and uh, if you have a, a, a phone number that they can get a hold of you, everything. So if anyone out there is listening and they want to do something, where they can go to start the ball rolling. Absolutely. So our, our website is www.somsation.com and that comes from sommelier and sensational, obviously. So we blended the two words together for Somsation, um, and you can go to our website there. All of our handles are at Somsation. Um, we have a, a lot of opportunities where you can reach out on our website um, or contact our team directly, and it's just concierge at Somsation.com, um, or you can keep in touch with our newsletter. And, um, you know, I, I urge everyone listening to, to give us a shout and challenge our sommeliers uh, to teach you something you don't already know or, or give you a recommendation <laughs> online. So, um Check out the website, and of course, any questions we can answer, any help we can be, um, we would love to help. I appreciate that, and everyone out there, if you want to get over, and it's any time of year, you don't have to do it. It's not a holiday thing; it's a it's a year round thing where you can um, enjoy the wines and learn about them and all that. So it sounds like a a great way to do it. It, uh, Everything's taken care of for you. You just contact them and say, look, we want to do this, and then show up. And that's all it would take. So, Danielle? Without without last-minute gifting insurance as well. uh Uh-oh, forgot to send a gift. Let Foundation take care of it. Yeah, there you go. We can ship wine to whoever needs it. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Danielle, for taking the time out to to visit with us, and uh, best of luck to you. And I'll tell you what, uh, let Nick know that when you start getting really big, we'd like to have you back on the show again to tell us about your expansions and what's happening and all that. 
that sounds wonderful. I appreciate it. Thank you both. Okay. And happy holidays. And have yourself a very Merry Christmas and nice holidays. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk to you uh, uh, in a year or so when you've gotten so big that you can't handle the business. <laughs> wonderful. Take care. <laughs> you too. Thank you. All right. Score and update. Okay. Uh, That's a it's a it's a good format. It's a good idea. It's a good business. Mm-hmm. I uh, uh, I'm impressed with what they do, especially bringing the sommeliers in. There are a lot of tastings out there, virtual tastings out there, and mm-hmm. I'm not taking anything away from them. There's a lot of great virtual tastings, but mm-hmm. I am not familiar with any of them that bring actually sommeliers and that will talk to people through and answer the questions and uh, really the wine in all of its glory, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. uh, instead of just having someone say, okay, these are wines from such and such a winery and uh, you know, just have a few tasting notes there to talk about, having a sommelier on there to be able to yeah. Talk talk to you. It's just it's a great idea. Yep. Uh so yeah, that's very good. Good following yeah. already too. I mean they've already had uh you know the big big uh um oh, what was I thinking? Oh. Uh Cap. Merry Christmas, Cap. Happy holidays. <laughs> Cap uh, giving a shout out on Facebook it looks like. Um but uh, yeah, it looks like um, um, the big uh, deal that they did uh, in Miami. What she say, two hundred and two hundred, two hundred and fifty, I think, were down there. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, there's uh, they're enjoying it. So uh, yeah, soak it up. They're and you know, forty winery partners right now, uh, thirty sommeliers across the U.S. Uh, it's it's not small as it is now. So uh, no, it is get in on it. And, yeah. So yeah. uh, it's, it's a good way yeah. to do it. Does that? I, I'm not on the fa- Facebook page or the uh, website. Mm-hmm. I, but does that say anything about uh, costs for uh, groups, or is it individually priced? Like you have five people, each one of them costs you know forty dollars, or mm-hmm. how does that work? I don't think that was on there. I, it, it let's wasn't. see if there's. Uh, uh, don't remember seeing that on there. Uh, having issues connecting. No, that's always fine. Online. Yeah. Probably because it's too uh, cold. Could be. Yeah. Well, as soon as it loads up, I'll, I had it open in one of the browsers here. Let me see if I can go back to find that again. Um, that's something I was going to ask her about costs, and I started talking about something yeah. else, and it just I lost it. Mm. Yeah, I don't see um I don't see prices on here. It must be I should have asked that while she was on here. <laughs> yeah, I should have asked her. Uh let's see, shipping. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean they do the whole thing. It's I mean um Yeah, it is yeah, yeah, I'm checking yeah, individual well, I'm starting to echo now. Wow. Hmm. You know, my end of it's okay. echoing. Uh, yeah, it's a great website. I just I just pulled it up and uh, yeah. Shop. Wow. Let's see if it's over here. 
Mm. Holiday cheer. Wine tasting mm-hmm. made simple. Well, here's the, the featured wines. Is this the right? Yeah, some station. Uh, featured wines. Uh, got, yeah, it's per per bottle. It's not uh, not cheap. It's like if you want to order, yeah. If, well, but that's uh, that is looks like if you just want to order from their uh, winery partners. Um, yeah. Four, five, six. Yeah, there's different ones on there, but uh, I don't, I don't see anything for the uh, experience. Uh, no, I don't either. I can just call. see the price of the bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, right. um, yeah. Browse by winery. They had the wineries <laughs> listed here. You can do that. Very nice website. It's you know a lot of information here, but it doesn't say how much it costs. That that's I don't know. I. I guess it depends on what you select, how many people, um, the location, right. if it's in person or virtual. Um, how much you're going to have shipped to you. You know, if, you yeah, know like you said, you can have glasses and all that. Yeah, so, it's a whole total experience. So it, it can vary, I'm sure, quite a bit. I'm sure know. it can vary quite a bit, yeah. Well, I'm just, I, I should have asked right, if it was a individual pricing or if it was a package pricing. That's really what I was thinking about asking. And then I, my mind went into something else, and I uh, I didn't get that. But uh, American, yeah. what does this do? Uh, huh. So they have they have a I don't know if this is an experience but they show a uh, yeah the little sellers experience American Grand Cru and uh, it's two forty five per flight uh, that is then they tell you which wines you're going to get and um, how to a, a, arrange for events and it says. Uh, where they cannot ship to, and it gives you some information on the particular that particular winery. But there's different experiences out there, so I think that would be one of them. So, mm-hmm. 45 point. Uh, let's see. Like the date, leave the rest to us. Ship, reserve your dates. Oh yeah, all sorts of stuff on American Grand Cru starting at two hundred. Well, here is you know all reds uh, from Halter Ranch mm-hmm. starting at one fifty one. Yeah. yeah. And so they have all sorts of different areas. Yeah, I'm scrolling on down. Oh, there's something else yeah. I was going to ask her if she had biodynamic wineries, and they do. <laughs> I just see one here, yeah, yeah. the Vero Farms yeah. and Winery, and you know, yeah, so. And there reach me price. There's some of these, you know. Um there's starting at there's fifty seven dollars. Yeah, it's a two bottle uh tasting. So they've got uh I see that Alta or Orsa. Yeah, Alta yeah. Orsa. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, there's different uh, different ranges there. So um go to their Depends website, contact want. them. Yeah. yeah. Get some have a yes. good event. Somsation, S O M M S A T I O N dot com. Somsation. And uh, you can get a book there. Reasonably priced, though. I mean, you know, you can get a tasting, yeah. you know, bottles of wine and the tasting and a sommelier and everything. $57 a person that, you know, you can probably 
have a group of five in uh, per bottle there, and really, you know, get a good experience. Which let me tell you, it's a lot cheaper than going to Napa Valley and paying for a tasting there. Mm-hmm. And those tastings at Napa for a usually for a four ounce pour, sometimes a five ounce pour is going to run you you know, as much as $125 for tasting of four wines and stuff. So, and you don't have the sommelier experience and all that stuff. So it's it's reasonably priced then. So, Danielle, thank you for being on tonight. We do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, the best of luck to the venture of Sensation. It sounds like it, it has a lot going for it already. Pennsylvania, that mm-hmm. didn't surprise me, though, when she said Pennsylvania. <laughs> I expected <laughs> Napa. <laughs> so what mm-hmm. else do we have? We have a guest next week, uh, an old friend who's been on the show before. Uh, Jim Lofgren is going to be back. He hasn't confirmed, but I'm sure that he will be back with us. Um, Laughlin, Laughlin, yeah, Lochran. Thank I wrote, you. I wrote, I, yeah, I wrote uh, the pronunciation like phonetically, and it's L O C K. That's not how you, not how you spell it, but that's how. But you, that's you know, how you I, pronounce I, it. I, that way, I don't yeah. uh, don't mess I'm it up. Glad you did on, it, on the I was saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah, Lochran. Yeah. So he'll be on with us. I, I'm I'm sure he will be next week. He's going to talk to us about. Yeah food and wine pairings for the holidays and into the new year. And then, let's see, what else we got? Cutting it close. Minutes. <laughs> Cut, What's cutting that? Close. That's the 29th. Cutting it I close know. a little bit. That's the 29th, 29th already. Yeah, that's, you know, we're almost done with the yeah. with the year there. So he's yeah. getting it right down, to, <laughs> right down to the last show of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll find Let's see, what do we got coming up here? Uh, Today's the 24th. Uh, oh, no. Wait a minute. That's the wrong. I looked 22nd. at the 24th. Today's the 22nd. Yeah, and I was on the wrong month here. I looked at the 24th, and it said Thanksgiving Day, and I'm going, no, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let me see what we got coming up here. December. Yeah, here we go. Uh, nothing. Oh, the 31st is Champagne Day, but that's it. First day of winter was yesterday. Christmas Kwanzaa begins on Monday. <laughs> New Year's Hanukkah Eve begins. is Champagne Day. <laughs> New Year's Day okay. uh, Eve is Champagne Day. Yeah. Gee, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wonder why that. <laughs> All the celebrations. Uh, Champagne Day. No, okay. Champagne Day. Oh. New Year's Eve. Oh. And we got uh, Kwanzaa. The 21st, and then we've had Hanukkah that start all sorts of holidays here. Uh, Yule uh, started uh, yesterday, uh, first day of Yule, which is a, uh, uh, I, I want to say pagan, but the connotation mm-hmm. of the word pagan is not good, uh, the interpretation, but pagan isn't a bad word. It's just a... Uh, of religion, if you will, but uh, yeah. that that was uh, Yule was yesterday, and mm-hmm. so lots of lots of holiday at this time of year. When someone says Happy Holidays, it really encompasses a lot of different things. So that's what we've. Can I uh, 
I don't think I've, I don't think I played my, did you ever hear, did I ever play on the show my uh, mall Santa Claus uh, uh, thing I did for, it was for the uh, show on Saturdays? I don't know if I ever played no. it or not. No, I, no, uh, you haven't. Oh, yeah, I have audio on it. I should, I should, uh, before we, before we close out, I'll play it because it's, it's about a minute, minute and a half, I think. But uh, yeah, it's about me doing, uh, being a Santa Claus at the mall. Always look forward to it. <laughs> Um, well, well, I'll play that before we go out, <laughs> so people okay. can hear it. <laughs> yeah, go find it yeah. and um, play it before we, yeah, we, we release tonight. Um, yep, anytime. But, yeah, well, it looks like we're pretty close to ending anyway because okay. that. Oh yeah. Or it's <laughs> four minutes till, and yeah. uh, so <clears throat> we got yeah. all the holidays. All of you who are. Celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. If you're celebrating mm-hmm. any of the other holidays, then Happy Kwanzaa coming up, and uh, Happy, yeah, it is Happy, um, mm-hmm. uh, Happy Hanukkah, and uh, Happy Yule, and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. everything is coming up here, and so wish everyone a safe and uh, uh, lovely holiday uh, seasons here until next week. Stay warm. Those of you who are east of the Rockies, oh, my gosh, it's going to be bad here in Florida. I can imagine how cold it is. No, I can't. Mm -hmm. I I, I can't imagine how cold it is. I've, I've been in, you know, minus 15, minus 20 degree weather before, but... They're mm-hmm. talking minus forty, minus fifty. It's just, it, it's unbelievable. So, everyone's we stable. Talking about the, we're talking about the change in um, Colorado, the te- change in temperatures. And I remember, I don't know if you remember me going uh, vacation in Denver. Actually, um, yeah, yeah. left here it was in the in the eighties. Got there, it was about seventy six degrees. And that night, they had the worst snowstorm they've had. It was in October. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I remember posting this on my Facebook. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, freaking. Did I say freaking? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> here we are, landed in 76-degree weather, and that night it was snowing. It was like 36. And it was <laughs> they had 10 inches. I mean, it was accumulating. They, they were all, you know, you know how they do during hurricanes. Well, they do the same thing right. in the snow. Oh, it's so terrible out here. It's accumulation of like eight feet, whatever it is. And I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? It was a beautiful day. Now it's like a blizzard outside. Yeah. But, that's what I was you know, traveling, uh, heading up, uh, a group of us heading up to Detroit many years ago to work uh, a photography studio. I worked as a photographer, and we were going up there to do a convention. And wow. there was a front coming at us, a cold front coming at us. And we were traveling up there in, uh, uh, let's see, when was it? September, end of September. And this cold front was coming at us. And one of the guys uh, had a thermometer gauge that you stick the probe out the window and it shows you the temperature. And I was riding with him and he stuck the probe out the window and the thing said it was uh, – 70 degrees and we were watching the thing just it was just going down it was like kicking off <laughs> you know degrees degree degree yeah. within a matter of of you know half hour we were watching this thing 
just tick off its degrees, and finally it stopped at 47 degrees, but it went from 70 down to 47 degrees in a matter of a half hour or so. And mm. it, it was just, but it was wow. weird. I mean, we had the windows up and all that, and we stepped out, and we had shorts on and everything, and it was just like, oh, my gosh, it just, you know, yeah. it just hit us totally like a different. wall. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of wakes you up, like mm, it I don't does, know if I can live here. Does. Yeah, I know. We shouldn't be having that weather here in Florida. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun. Uh, totally different. Oh, we have a caller. We have a request. Uh, somebody want to hear their favorite tune? No. Actually, I think that caller is a friend of mine, and he knows that I'm on the show. And yeah. <laughs> he okay. rang once, and he went, "Oh crap!" and he hung up. <laughs> Right. Thursday. Yeah, um, that's right. Thursday. Okay. I haven't heard you know. But okay. Well, we well, will be back uh, your next, Santa. next week. Let's hear your Santa. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, let me cue it up. Hopefully they don't cut it because there's uh, Christmas music in the background. And you know the DM, DMs, DCMA or whatever. I forgot what it is. Mm. Copyright. Uh, I forgot. They may hear that and go, oh, no, you can't do that. I don't know. Uh, we can't right, do that. This airs, this airs on uh, Saturday during my show. So I'll try and stop it before the ID. Well, it's just short. Okay, here we go. This is it. Here we go. Hey, this is DJ Mike. I'm at a local department store while I'm in the hallway. And, uh, you know, every year I try to find something fun to do for children during Christmas time. And, well, this year I volunteered to be a Santa here at the department store. Yes, it's my first time. I'm so excited just just to see the joy and happiness on their little faces. Anyway, I... I just wanted to wish you and your family happy holidays and Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, whoa, here's the main door. Well, wish me luck. Okay, let's uh, go in. No, 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 get off me. Get off me. Hey, stop, stop pulling on that. Hey, get off me, you little brat. <laughs> open the door. Stop pulling that. Come on, open the door. Get off me. <laughs> Oh, hell no. Happy holidays. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'll cut it off before the, before the ID. Um, so that was it. That's, uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, that's cute. <laughs> I, can, yeah, I can only play right. it one time during the year. So, you know, it's uh, That's right. It's you you got to get as much use thing. out of it as possible. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't sound the same in March, you know. <laughs> no, no. That has a full effect. <laughs> Yeah. I always wondered. Uh so anyway, I was I was no, so man. dedicated until the door opened. But uh yeah. So yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Once you step out in the real world, world. <laughs> things change. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh all righty. Well, thank you uh, for allowing me to play that. That was a oh, little I'm departure. Glad you but, did. Uh, that was uh, a good way well, uh, to say Merry Christmas to everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little different. All right. Uh, well, I will. Uh, I'll be. Uh, yeah. And this Saturday, I got a show, but uh, um, I'll be back next Thursday, uh, right here on All About Wine with a special guest, Jim Lockridden. And yeah. that's the 29th of December. Wow, we're already at the end of the year. Already at the end what of the year. I know. Be safe but, and, uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. Be <laughs> safe out there and bundle up, and we'll yeah, uh, have a merry definitely. Christmas, and we'll see you next week. Next week. Cool. All right. I'll run this. There we go.
Here we go. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine, all about wine. with your host, Ron. Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine all on wine. Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinepr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash all about wine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. All about wine. Yes. Okay, I think that's it. Uh, okay, green room. Green room. Back here.